Welcome back, everybody, to All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Uh, another week in the books. Really enjoyed having Coach Laurel Doc on from New Hope Academy last week. Uh, a lot of positive feedback and great guy there. A lot of feedback from people down south, too, saying that they enjoyed listening to what he had to say about some Alabama and, and Florida basketball. Really excited about my interview this week. Have Isaiah Lattimore, who's a sophomore at Arcadia University. So get uh, right to him in a second, but going to get some housekeeping out of the way. Not sure what our holiday schedule is going to be like. Christmas just kind of crept up on me <laughs> real quick here uh, with, you know, it's only two weeks away now. And with all the social distancing and quarantining and all that fun stuff that everybody's going through, we'll see if we get an episode out that week. Uh, if not, then we may take a week or two off just around Christmas and, and New Year's and come back fresh and ready to go in January. Update real quick. I did hear that PG County has canceled winter sports for PG County Public Schools, so all winter sports are canceled. So there will be no basketball, obviously. Montgomery County, as far as I know, has canceled. The MIAA is supposed to be meeting on the 18th, so next Friday, to decide what will happen there. And I'll have an update as soon as I hear that. Uh, WCAC, not sure what they're doing. I think that they're kind of in a holding pattern as well. But I did hear D.C. Public Schools will probably not have winter sports. I don't know if that decision has been final. That obviously affects Gonzaga and St. John's from the WCAC. So more to come on that. <clears throat> Excuse me, not sure what's going to happen in Northern Virginia uh, as it pertains to schools like Bishop O'Connell and, and, and the like. So... Again, remember to follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, uh, All Met Sports Talk, and on Twitter, at All Met Talk. Again, thank you to Preston Suggs, at King P. Suggs on Instagram for the music, the intro and outro music that he does here every week. Appreciate that and give him a follow. And let's jump right into it. So, Mr. Lattimore, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Can't complain. Can't All right, complain. man. Sure. Nice to talk to you. I know, it's been a while. Been yeah. A while. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your upbringing and your high school career here in the DMV and now sophomore on the court at Arcadia University up in Philadelphia. So you grew up in PG County? I grew up in uh, Northeast D.C. Right yeah, okay, no Northeast, okay. And then you transitioned to DeMatha, right? You yeah. started DeMatha? DeMatha Catholic. It was, it, was, it was different. I mean, I didn't play... It was it was kind of weird how it all started off because at first middle school elementary basketball wasn't even really a mindset. I wouldn't I would say it was probably the summer going to my freshman year. One of my cousins, they um he was like, yeah, you should try it out just to see how it is. I'm looking at you too. I'm like, okay, this is easy. This is gonna be cool. And then I realized how competitive it really was, especially being in this area. Right. My first time, my first ever official like practice or like trial, you could say, with at the Math the Catholic. Really. Yeah, and that time doing it, it was about, I want to say maybe 60, 75% of the uh, the uh, freshman class that tried out for that freshman team. Uh-huh. I mean, it was it was, it was was nerve-wracking at first, especially when they put you in the different groups. And, you know, you got in, you had those, some of the kids who were, like, bound to play varsity in the first group, and you had some of, like, dogs and really good kids in the second group. I got lucky enough that I was in that first group around that good competition, but we mm -hmm. still try to compete and do what I can. Mm-hmm. So, be a part of that team so it was a blessing in itself to get there. okay so you started to math and then you move you transfer it at what point to st vincent pilati uh i want to say it was around it was my it was my sophomore year the end of my sophomore year that's when okay I, 
because again, going to be at the map, it was a lot. Like it was, it was weird because of the fact that you got those. You have you have those realizations when you're like, okay, I put in this work. I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm there. Mm-hmm. The time, I don't think I'm quite where I need to be. At. Mm-hmm. I was one of them people at the time where it was. It was kind of part of a life lesson. I was. I was one of the people who was like, okay. I'm not giving what I think I deserve here. Let me go elsewhere. When mm-hmm. I, my, my mental wasn't, I have to earn everything I got to get. So I'm like, okay, it's not working here. Let me try to go to Pilates and figure it out. Right. So you transition there, start playing for Coach Murphy. Yeah, and it was it was different because I mean, my thing is, I was I don't think I could ever really say to myself that I was ever around a coach who didn't have my best interest and they weren't like straight up with me like. Starting with Mike Jones at the math, if that's the first story with that, I'll come back to it. But when it came to Coach Murphy, like he he was he was straight up with me too. Like he was like, I love your what your potential could be, you know. I mean, he's intrigued by me because one of the biggest things about me was everybody knew was like I'm the type of dude at that time where it was like I'm gonna play hard, I'm gonna play mm-hmm. defense. We ain't gonna have much else with it at that time. And he was like, he was like, yeah, we gonna see what you can do. He said, you when you get an opportunity, it's gonna be there. Now the thing about when it came to him, when I had, I didn't, I feel as if that when it comes to a lot of kids and whatnot, they, when they, when they don't get what they deserve and when they, when they don't think they deserve, they tend to blame it on other people. Mm-hmm. So when it came to Coach Murphy and how it was with the summer league and stuff, he, he gave me the opportunity. I got out there, didn't, didn't do the, to the best of my ability or to the best that he thought I could do. And because of that, I ended up not playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, at that time, I'm sitting there like, dang, like, it couldn't have been me. It, it might have been just politics, something like that. Like, no, nah, at the end of the day, I just wasn't doing what I had to do. And mm-hmm. then transitioning into the, the math of summer league, going into my senior year, I wasn't doing what I had to do in that time either. And it was to a point where it was so bad, where it got, it went from me being recruited by him and trying to fight for minutes to going into my senior year. Now I'm trying to try to find a way to get on the team. Right. I wasn't locked in. I wasn't focused. I was doing everything but what I should have been doing at that time. And it's one of the, it's a life lesson thing. And I wasn't properly prepared or properly prepped to be put in an environment where it was like, this is basket. This is a business. You gotta, we gotta put in the work. You gotta put in the extra hours. I wasn't really surrounded really by that. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, that's that's a great lesson for everybody to hear. Yeah. I mean, you know, started with uh, I go back to Coach Jones. I remember this. This is this is crazy, and this is how straight up he was with me. That's why I love him to death. It was my sophomore year. It was the last summer league game I played with him, and again, I didn't was never prepped for. I didn't really train what I should have been doing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I got out there one time, played decent, maybe scored once or twice, but wasn't like my best. And it was an end. My mom went up to him, "Hey, how you doing?" and stuff like that, and like. He was straight up. He, my mom said, literally right next to me, and he shook my hand. And he said, "You better figure out what you're doing, or this gonna be your last game ever playing <laughs> this program." I'm saying, like, damn, my mom right here, and she, she, her eyes lit up, and she's like, "Yeah," like, really? and I'm like, "Oh yeah, whatever, all right, cool, you got it." And that was my first time ever being like, "All right, nothing. I gotta, I gotta fight for everything." I, and yeah, I, and like being in a situation where like. I started playing so late and I'm already behind that eight ball mm-hmm. first, second grade. And then everybody looking at this kid like, oh yeah, he don't do nothing else but defense. It was a little bit, it was a confidence thing where I'm like, okay, I got to find who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And then like really like locking and trying to like get what I got to get done. Right. 
Yeah, and Demath is just another. Mo- I mean, that's just a, a a beast in and of itself, you know. Yeah. And that I mean, it's a beast for kids who have been playing since they, you know, came out the womb dribbling the basketball. He did the way that he goes about his co- and just sitting there, like just watching how he runs his practices and stuff. Not even just the varsity level, the freshman and JV. He prepares their kid. The offenses that he runs and stuff, like. They all basically flow into not even just a college standpoint. It's an NBA style of offense. Like he has uh, floppy double pin down screens, a whole bunch of crazy stuff like that. And he's running it. And like he's saying, when you come off these screens and whatnot, you got your play. If it's not there, play basketball. Like, and you see it translate. Hunter Dickinson right. at Michigan, he's playing like he a pro. Right. And more Villanova sophomore playing like a pro. Like he he generally he creates for Mark Hill folks. A pro. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oladipo. Oladipo, like he produces consistent pros, and like it's just the culture today. The, it's a winning mindset over there. Like it's all business. Yeah, great guy too. I, I really enjoy Coach Jones. I mean, he's, you know, Dematha. You know, they got a gym. I mean, that you know, it's a program. And <clears throat> excuse me, what you said was true too. That's very important that everyone does not understand. And and I talked about this with Coach Doc last week. You have to build a program. So if Coach Coach Jones down there, Dematha is saying. Yeah, we're going to run a pro-style offense. We're preparing you for the NBA, not just at varsity, but at JV and freshman too. Yeah. It, it, I don't – like, I wasn't pre- I wasn't prepared for what I for, – for that. My freshman – especially my freshman year. I got into – I got I go through the try. I'm thinking it's going to be like just AAU. Like, nah, it's, it's structure. Like, it's offense. It's discipline, conditioning. You got to, like, taking care of yourself, being on point. Your grades matter. And, like, it was one of them things with – with Coach Jones and then my, the other coach, Coach Cromer and all of them, it was like where everything was was earned. Nothing was given. I went, like, I remember my tryouts. It went from me being able to be like, yo, what's up, Coach Jones? Like, dad, I'm up thinking I'm the coolest kid. I'm like, okay, I got the varsity coach talking to me. But once <laughs> I start slacking and once I start, like, being on, like, like BS and whatnot, like, yeah, he still had that, like, respect me. Like, I still looked up to him regardless, but it was less, like, you, you could tell that, like, it was like, dang, this kid, he's starting to slip up now. But he ain't, he ain't lose me like as like like as like a mentor, but it's like, like a player coach. I gotta start priorities. Like I gotta see what my kids are producing. I gotta yeah. kids and whatnot. Yeah, and I know Coach Murphy was big on that as well. The the complete player. You know, you had to work out in that weight room, man. You're gonna be in that weight room. You you're gonna run hills, you're gonna be in the weight room. He did not care if there was a game the next day or two days later, you know, he you were in the weight room all season long from summer to season, but it it, it pays off, it, it pays dividends. My first um, three days with this dude. Oh my lord! <laughs> my 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 old uh, my old AAU coach. He sent him an email talking about me. He said, "Bring him to the gym." First thing I did, we was in a weight room, and this mm-hmm. is I'm sitting like, I mean, yeah, I was already like naturally like stronger than the people, but it's like I'm over doing this. I'm like, all right, where's the basketball at? Next, we're outside. I'm like, whoa, what you mean we're outside? And we running. We running up these hills. We going across this long path. Mm-hmm. We had a whole workout, and it was Coach uh, Coach Maddie, and yep. we had a whole workout outside on a in a parking lot, and there are cars driving around us. I'm just sitting there like, "Yo, this is crazy!" But it's like we didn't even I didn't even step foot on the court yet. I didn't even see how everybody else was playing yet. And then we finally get to the court, and I can just see like it's, his thing is mental toughness. Like if you able to, if you can go through a long rigorous like work out outside you able to go through all of that 
going on the court, it don't mean obviously skill is a factor, basketball mm-hmm. and everything, but the mental aspect of it, if you're able to endure that, you can you can take anything. And with him, you needed that. Mm-hmm. That man was in yo. <laughs> hey, yeah. Like, it was bad. Like he had <clears throat> I went like after my first practice, he got used to me. After that, he he treated me like I, I'm a three year senior. Like he yelling at me, telling me what like you should be doing. Like he's not, he doesn't let up. And I, I love it because even from the starters to the last man on the bench, you thought that you had to be a gay, like you had to be, or you were gonna feel that. He didn't be like, oh, well, he's not playing anyway. I'm not gonna worry about him. Nah, you ain't, you, you not listen to I'm gonna put you in this journey. You're gonna go through it. Yeah. Like, didn't care. It was discipline with him. Yeah, yeah. And he's a military guy. So, you know, discipline was big, but I, I I learned a tremendous amount of wealth from from uh, the basketball knowledge and how to run a program from him. He, he did like he didn't let it. And my thing is like it was it was discipline. Not even just from like just the basketball. It was the great. I remember this. I I want to say this was the week after I made varsity, and I was hyped. And I won't forget. I forgot my jersey at home, and I sat there. Practice and I, jersey. Practice jersey. My practice jersey. And I was like, dang. What am I gonna do? So I was like, you know what? Let me just go talk to him. He see he he's been a chill dude, and you know he seems to like like my jokes a little bit. So let me just see if I can you know, finesse this bill. Be okay. I walk in the office. It's just him, and I say like, hey, coach. Um, yeah, I can't find my jersey. I think I left it at home. He was like, well, did you wash it? I was like, yeah, I just don't know where it's at. He was like, you know, it's accountability. You got to be up there. I'm okay. He gonna he gave me a little speech. I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. Everything's good. We get into practice. We uh, warm up and everything like that. He picks up a chair. What's the chair? Right in the middle of the, uh, the entire gym. Right in the middle of the entire gym. He says, Lat, Lattimore, go have a seat in the chair. I'm like, oh, okay. It's not serious. Okay. You know, he's like, you know, he's a junior. He transferred to math. So he knows about discipline already. I don't know why he decided he thinks it's going to be easy to come over here and not bring a jersey. He said, everybody else, you're running. He said he put five minutes on the clock. Everybody else is running. And I don't know what it is psycho- psychologically than when you're sitting there and you're watching other people run. What, what I did, I'm like, and you, you can see their faces like. I, I'm like, like, yo, I'm going to kill you when we get in this locker room. Steve Kennedy, oh, my God. He literally ran right next to me. And every time he was just sitting like, bro, you messed up. I'm like, bro, you keep messing. I'm just sitting like, Jesus. Like, yeah. God dang. But this is that's one of the things that, like, it just shows, like, accountability. It's it's a, it's, it's mandatory. It's needed. Absolutely. I bet you didn't forget that practice jersey again. Oh, heck no! That joint was <laughs> right at the front of my door, right in my bag. I put it in there every. I never forgot it ever again. Could uh, <laughs> That's a great story, man. That's that's funny. Yeah. All right, so you graduate from Pilates. There was a great senior class you had there at Pilates with you. Miles um, and all. Oh yeah. And so seven of you, I think there were seven seniors, and did six of you go to – six of you end up playing in college? Yeah, so I'm, let, me, let, me go, let me go through it. You had Josh Carter. He went to Goucher. Yep, started yeah. as a freshman. Started as a freshman. Isaiah Oshanaya was actually a walk-on for Steve. No one even knows Isaiah's story was way different. Because my thing is, like, you – most walk-ons, no matter what the, the division is, is tough to just walk on and just mm-hmm. play. And Isaiah, he went from just – being a walk on, like, you know, like today's cool. He bust, he was out starting everybody and ended up starting. And my thing is like, starting as a walk on freshman. Yeah. Walk on freshman. The thing about it, it was a kid in my school. The first time when Stevens played Arcadia, Daquan Davis, I give it to him. The guy, he's a pro. Mm-hmm. I say D1, D2 doesn't mean anything. This guy, 
number fifth scorer in the nation junior year. Mm-hmm. And him going against Isaiah that first time at Stevenson, I'm sitting there like, okay, Zay going to learn, like, this dude ain't no hard rock. But my thing is that people keep forgetting that when it came to Isaiah, he's guarding pros. Everybody. He guarded senior year, guarded Casey Marcel, kept him to seven. He matched him. Nine points. Nine points. Yep. The DJ Stewart, the guy at Duke, he kept him at like 13 or 14 points. So he's naturally Curtis, Logan, Logan Curtis, something like that. Um, yeah. Down in, uh, I think he's at ECU, I think. He was yep. playing <laughs> consistently. So he went up against Quan. Jordan Tolls, he guarded Ace Baldwin. Ace Baldwin. He guarded, uh, uh, what was the kid from St. Joe? Um, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. Yeah, he's down at GW now. He, but he, like, my and shut was, them all down. Yeah, everybody, everybody, him and uh, we ain't gonna get into miles yet. Jesus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you go, you take this dude and you take him against Quan. He he's strapping it. So my thing is that he he look, when you talk about working your way to get something, mm-hmm. he, he worked and he got that job. So it's like, what can you say? Like him yeah. and then you got that boy Miles. Good <laughs> lord. Yeah. <laughs> That, All everything. They end up finishing number two in the country. Number two in the country, rookie of the year. In my opinion, and I'm a consent, I'm gonna say this, and I mean it. A lot of schools missed out on that big time. He won D two. Yeah, he's a I think he's a he's a low D one. He's definitely a D two player. And how Randolph Macon was able to just steal him, stole that, and they yeah. got because my thing is, I remember when my junior year, when I first seen, when you can, when you first meet, see Miles and you see him in the class, you don't expect that. This guy, he walks around with a little Eagles beanie on, uh-huh. around with watching, looking at his phone. He's he, you, you, you wouldn't think none of them. Literally, you know, when game time comes, he's strapping, he's strapping, locking down McDonald's All Americans. Right, he guards one through five. Yeah, one through five. Versal, Jalen Smith, he did not score on him. No, yeah. no big. I remember this stat. No big, I think, junior year was able to score over 10 points against them. Mm-hmm. And for the conference we played in with the bigs there, dogs. All of them were NBA dogs. guys. Is <laughs> NBA. I talked yeah. about this with Coach Doc last week. Every time you – every game we go to, you know, there's there's definitely multiple Division One players on the court. But you know that you're going to be playing against multiple NBA guys throughout the season. Every single Every single game. Every Whitney single Young. Game. We played Whitney Young. They beat us at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. But he he locked yeah. him down. T will he he guarded T will guarded him. And then the my thing is the thing about Miles that was so different is his ability to score. He had the most yes. consistent short corner jumper ever. Short corner jumper. He was confident finishing around the rim. But he didn't like he didn't let nothing get to him. This mm-hmm. dude would give you 25, 27 points, and his face would be straight. Yeah, he didn't let nothing happen. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, you- he had a triple double one time with blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple- blocks the discipline like it was just different and to see yeah. how he's playing at randolph like, top, yeah as a freshman top five in the country in blocks yeah and they love him they love him up there they love yeah. him and i see i see a pro in that i just see him being a pro yeah 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 absolutely yeah it was great man i was and then gill i mean gill was mr everything gill that boy that valid i mean or salutatorian you know 4.5 gpa gpa iq smart yeah, he had a good game to him. His the thing about him that, and again, school a school he had a school they missed out on bad and like he for him to work his butt off through all that adversity that he had right there. Like my thing is everybody has a different story. Mm-hmm. Everybody's story is I grew up in a tough neighborhood and this that, and the third. And like it's sometimes it's just the fact that I had this, it was taken away. I could have quit. I could have given up. I didn't give up and I kept working and here I am. Like everybody mm-hmm. has a different story. My thing about Gil is that. That boy worked. He he worked his butt off. He was one of the hardest working people I know. Nonstop. 
it showed. And it's yeah. still regardless still does yeah yeah absolutely but he's still playing ball now so you know all you guys are in college and doing well um unfortunately your freshman year you suffer an injury yeah it was it was it was difficult especially seeing how I was excited to get to that school and it was it's, it was funny how I got recruited by them and then for it to be how the long process to getting to there like it it, it just it killed me it, it killed me yeah yeah, so you missed the whole season because you got injured right before the beginning of the season. I was at, funny. My MRI when he when the doctor told me apparently my um, I had a torn patella. They said it had been pretty much torn about a good year. Wow, I got an MRI and they said that even with that, it was loose bone fragments that were mm-hmm. in the knee also. So it was like um, they were like, I don't know how you've been able to walk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I, I didn't think about it. Yeah, and I didn't start feeling that pain again. I go back to this the recruiting story. The dude. Um, step up, he sent me an email. He was like, Yo, um, I, I, after my senior year, no, going after the, the math at Summer League in my senior year, I didn't want to play tomorrow. I was done. That's that's the honest truth. I was like, This is not working out. I don't know what else to do. I, I tried playing, my confidence was low. My mom, I love her to death, she would not let me quit. She mm-hmm. said, You got one more year left. And she, this was her mentality you have one more year, one more time, you go do you. And I went to, she said, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna send you to Hoop Group. And that might have been the best, most mentally, like, relaxing thing in my entire life because that hoop group, like, it's just basketball. There's no distractions. There's no – I, I remember, like, it was so much going on but after that summer. Like, I turned my phone off. I went on Do Not Disturb. I was, like, I was so out of it. Like, people knew. It's one of them things that, like, when you have enough people in your head saying that, oh, you should just quit, bro. You're not good. You're not doing this and nothing. Like, when you get enough people saying that, you it starts to take a toll on you. Sure. I, was, I was hearing that. For four years, like all all you do is play defense, and you it was no offense at first, and whatnot like like that. But you hear that a lot, mm-hmm. and then like my mom said, "Look, I'm gonna send you to hoop group one one week. You go out there. That's your last time. If you don't like it after that, you can quit. I'm not gonna judge you no more. It's done. I'm like, okay. I go out there, and I didn't know my uh, my stepfather. He my uh, yeah. He sent me a um email to the uh, coach in Arcadia just so they can know who I was and whatnot. I went up there and I think I played my butt off. Like I was, <laughs> I didn't, I was shooting mid ranges. I'm over here coming off a ball screen. I shot a deep three. We had a real tough game. And it was the best part about it was we have in hoop group, you have your A group and your B group. Mm-hmm. And the A group, that's like the D one division two. I played with a boy. Um, he goes to Fordham, but um, one of the kids in that group got hurt. And me being the quiet, the quiet kid, I was just like, like, he called me a little pit bull, a little pit bull. He was like, yo, you want to play up with the A group for this last little game? I'm like, all right, bet, let's play. And we played that game, and that was one of the most intense. I think I had maybe 11 or 12 points. I was guarding some kid. He goes to, um, I think it was a Buffalo now. Didn't say, I'm not going to say I completely locked him down, but I, I was not letting him. You held Jones. Yeah. Yeah, just had to do what I had to do. And after that time, I was like, okay, I did the camp. It was fun. I had like a little bit of passion back. I'm done with it. And then Arcadia, they sent me an email and their coach, he's texting me, Coach, Coach Tank, I love him. He was like, Yeah, man, we uh wanna know what's going on, GPA, all those other things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. And at this point, like when that happened, like it was one of the things where like that was earned. And when it's earned, I didn't mm-hmm. want to lose that. So like, I'm 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 texting him nonstop, like, yo, yeah. I'm here. When he didn't text me back, I'm like, yeah, I'm still here. You know, I got my grades together. He was like, you know, you want to come up to our camp and mm-hmm. you want to play. We have a little day camp. We go up there and play. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. So with that, like when I earned that, I'm like, yeah, this, I did this. I'm doing this. Like, right. 
just quit now. So I work, I work, I work, and again, you still getting that that thing in your ear, but like now, I'm, I'm I don't want to give this up. So I get to the camp, and it's me and my friend Bradley. And we go up there. We were AAU teammates. We go up to the camp. We're shooting around, chilling and whatnot. We had the little drills in the beginning, but I see the the head coach and this dude. He walked right by me and walked to this kid, little 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 guard. He was nice. I've seen him playing before. And he was like, yeah, like he. They, I asked the dude, Daquan. He was my coach during the camp. He was like, who's that? He's like, oh yeah, that's our top crew right there. Mm-hmm. Like, He's nice. You know, he might play for us. I'm like, I'm sitting there like, nah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't take this drive. I didn't go through what I went through just so this kid can play. So I took my man's Brad. I was like, "Yo, we may not do much else, but we gonna give him the worst day of his life." And when our team, when my black team went against the gold team, and it was right over here on the there's two courts. It was right over here where um the coach's office and they were. And I said, "Brad, I got him. Mm-hmm. You go there, and when you when we when we get a stop, you take it, you shoot it, or I'm gonna shoot it." We gave that boy the hardest, <laughs> the worst 20 minutes of his life. Like, when I tell you, we were, I was picking him up full court. And, again, my knee was hurting. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was hurting so bad. And I was over I was trying to guard him. I'm over here. Like, I said, no switch, no switch. I'm over doing this. They tried to throw him in the post, get a switch on me. I'm pushing him out the paint. It was one time I got the ball, and he was guarding me. I tried to get him a little bit of body. Tried to, you know, I'm doing I'm doing whatever. I, I'm talking so much trash. I'm loud. <laughs> it was it was to a point where it was so bad. The other side of the gym, they looking at me like I'm crazy. They're like, who is this kid? And they the, the uh, other kids on their team, they hyped up my mom at the top. She like, where, where the hell did this come from? And after that, like, yeah, man, this boy about to mess my money up. He, he going crazy. Like, he doing a whole bunch of different stuff. And, like, I'm over here, like, dead. We won the game. And that kid, his confidence was gone. Like, uh, it was much respect. So he's a good player. I think he plays now at um, Delaware Valley. I think it's Delaware Valley now. He's a backup punk. He's a good, good great player. Mm-hmm. But it was one of them things where, like, I'm like, nah, like, I worked way too hard. I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. And I'm like, all right, but I'm going to take this jersey off and give it to him. I was like, appreciate it, coach. I'm, like, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking I'm done. I'm thinking that's it. Like, I did everything I could. Right. I was sober. And then he, he he grabbed my shoulder. He was like, man, you look good in this jersey, but I think you would, you would look really good in Arcadia jersey. <laughs> my heart dropped. Yeah. My thing is, like, people are, like, the biggest thing I would, like, I tell some of my, my younger bros and them, is like, when it comes to these, like, scholarships and, like, opportunities and stuff, they don't just come out of nowhere. Like, me, I I didn't have nothing else after that. I had mm-hmm. a little bit of interest from, like, two D2 schools my junior year, but then I lost it. Mm-hmm. And like, when I got this Arcadia jersey, I'm like, I work my butt off of this. I'm not, I'll be damned if I'm gonna just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just weigh my options. I'm gonna just do the no. It's there. D one, mm-hmm. DP is basketball. I get a chance to do something that not a lot of kids get to do. Like their kids outside the park, whoever well, they leave the park when it gets cold outside, they ain't doing nothing else. Right. I get a chance to do this year round, take it seriously. So it's like, again, I didn't have much to show for. But when he when when he said that, I'm like, I got you. I'm locked in. There yeah. was there was no need for. I got me. I went on a visit. But once he said that, I'm like, yeah, yes sir. What you yeah. need me to do? I'm, I'm here for it. And then senior year come around, like, still having this. Like, I didn't tell nobody. I wasn't going to tell nobody during the season at, at all. My knee was hurting so bad. My confidence was bad. And I think this was during the time when Murphy, when I told him that I had a college interest, he did what he did was perfect. Like, because people people view what he did as him being, like, a, like a jerk or be him being, like, rude or being, like, a dickhead or something. Nah, he was just – he was, like – he was prepping me. So, he – he I remember this. He put me at the one. Put me at the point guard. I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like – I ain't, I ain't never dribbled a ball this long in my entire life. And he put this, my, 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 my dude, my best styling on me. Yeah. And styling, 
strong, military-looking tough, tough guard, and he was like Stalin. You guard him full court, nonstop. And that boy wore me out. Mm-hmm. I think I had maybe, one time I had maybe five or six turnovers straight, like, off of him guarding. My thing is, I didn't, it pissed me off in that moment, but it took a minute for me to realize this is how it was going to be. Mm-hmm. going on in college. So I was just prepping myself, trying my best to do it. I think Stalin, and me and him joke about it to this day. About yeah, how, yeah. Know. Where is he at? Is he at La Plata? He's at La Plata right now, dog. That's yeah, it. killing it. Yeah. I think he was first team all smack last year. Yes, yes. he does it. Now, my thing is, it's one of the, he's the, the way he play, he do it like, he works so hard. It's like one of the things where it's just easy for him over there. He's playing mm-hmm. with on his face. He over here doing stuff with the crowd. He hyping the crowd. And Stalin, when he was at Plata, he was quiet. He was just, yeah. Garden, what now? He over here doing the spring, he's shooting the tray rock, he's guarding, he making people look silly. He cool, mm-hmm. he's killing. But like, it's yeah. not work ethic. And my, it don't matter what age you are, especially in PG County. You can hoop, you can hoop. That's it. Yeah, that, that joint. But yeah, they gave me that opportunity. I ain't looked back since. I know that's right. So you get injured, but um, so you missed the whole season after having a great camp yeah. um, leading into that. Thought that, you know, you really had a chance to start or, you know, get some solid minutes as a freshman. Um, so, you know, that could have taken you down, but you end up getting a all-conference academic team. Yeah, that was probably the, – that, that was the worst time for me at that time. Because, like, my thing – and I got my surgery for the for, – I got my surgery for the injury on my birthday. Wow. What it, what it came around was when, it, when, it, when it, uh, the preseason, we're doing pickup and stuff like that. I couldn't really play pickup like that. And a lot of the kids on the team, they were kind of coming at me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I mean, I get it though. They were. They wanted me to do good. They wanted me to play, but I couldn't because I told them like, it's hard to play when it's just hurting. I didn't know what was wrong, and I played literally one practice. I had one practice with my team, and I felt so good about. I was guarding. I was doing everything. It was hurting, but I'm like, yo, I gotta do that. I gotta practice. I gotta do something. I can't just be recruited by this guy, and just not do nothing. Mm-hmm. And we had we ended up getting a new head coach at that time. So it was like he didn't know nothing about me. It wasn't like the other coach. He saw me play. He knows what I can do. He can give me a benefit of the doubt. No, I had to prove myself to this guy. And literally, I had one practice. And the next day, I went to go get my MRI results. I'm like, okay, it's nothing wrong. It's going to be something small. And the doctor, she told me straight up, she was like, yeah, you're not going to like this, but you have a torn patella tendon. I'm like, what? So, like, imagine, like, it was one of them things. It was it was kind of embarrassing. And it was so demoralizing to have go through that whole pre, go through four, four years of really not being able to play, like sitting on the bench, not being able to play and whatnot getting this opportunity and then it being just snatched right there. And then me having to give him this slip saying, I can't play for the season. And he didn't know what to say. He was like, dang, like, that's what it was. And like, I, at that time, like, I, didn't, I, I was dark. I was, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I was so confused. And then like having to battle back, like, like from January 17th to now, it's all, it's now it's all been about like trying to find myself as a player and trying to like get my body back, and like my thing is like I was hyped for March to I was hyped for April because that's when we start pickup again. Mm-hmm. COVID stuff to go. Yeah, like, dang, like, I really gotta like just sit here and like figure it out. But and you I, still got the grades though. So see, I, and that's where I think it's the most important thing because basketball is going to end. But you still end up all conference academic team as a freshman. That was me because I think during my I think that was the most focused I've ever been because I told myself and I told my I was like, look. If, if I can get here from being hurt and not being as focused, imagine what would it be like if I put in the work. So mm-hmm. it was like my, my regimen for that time. And it was weird for me because I never I never put in work like this. I didn't know, like, having this freedom, I was like, let me, let me use this freedom for good now. Mm-hmm. You know, it was literally 7 a.m. 
I'm up. I'm, we got a shooting gun. I'll be in there. I wait for the trainer. I wait for the uh, the conditioning coach to give me a key. I open the gym. I'm over there shooting as much as I can for that amount of time. Then after that, I go to the weight room for a good like 45 minutes to an hour. Then I got class. After class, I'm gonna go back to the shooting gun. I'm gonna shoot again. Then I'm gonna go eat. Then I gotta go watch the practice and stuff. I gotta work up with the team. Then I'm gonna shoot again on the gun. And that was my same schedule for a good like for the whole time. My thing is like I was really noticing when it came to my classes and whatnot, like if I wasn't like shooting on the gun, I'm studying. I'm I'm on my I'm in my books. I went from getting C's and maybe like one or two B's and now I'm focused, I'm locked in, like all right, bet. Now I'm getting A's and B's. And it got to a point where now my teacher's asking me for help and she's asking me, you know, like like how can you help this student? Like, can you help them out? And like when I got that award of academic honors for the conference. So there's all the student athletes I get selected and the other the other kid, only other kid on our team who got it was the boy Kwan. I'm like, dang, this is for me really putting in work. Mm-hmm. Like, Again, something earned though, not given. Earned. And like when you get it, it's like, dang, like this is really like I, I did this. So mm-hmm. like, I wish and whatnot, and it wasn't given to me. It's like, why would I stop? Like, why would I stop? I started working even harder. I started getting mm-hmm. more better. And then with the COVID stuff, yeah, I had that I had that little slump for a good month because I was like, I couldn't go nowhere. I didn't, everything was so uncertain. Mm-hmm. But once I was allowed to go back into a gym, once I'm ready to start doing it, and then when the school year started, I I've not looked back yet. This has been the most focused year I've ever had in my entire I know, that's right. I'm proud of you, man. That's great. So, what's, so, you know, you're not at school right now. Everything's still shut down. So, what's the school work? I'm sorry, what's the plans uh, for the conference? They, so, what we're going to do most likely and what they're talking about is – we're potentially, we potentially could have a season. But mm-hmm. We don't know about the conference play yet. We don't know about that yet. There's no guarantees about that at all. But we're okay. going to see if we can potentially have one because, you know, Division One's having one. Some D2 are going to have their season. We're going to see if we can get one in nationally, national, like, conferences, championships, all that good stuff like that. We don't know yet. Okay. So you're slated to begin in January. Is that correct? We're slated to move in January. We don't move, in back, move back to campus. Move back to campus, and in my opinion, I believe we should have one. We could potentially have one, but again, it's up in the air. Depends yeah, I think the Patriot. So I talked to um, another former player a couple weeks ago who plays at Loyola. I think what they're doing is they're they're doing basically a home a home and home with each conference opponent. So I'm wondering if if the MAC is going to do that with you guys too. But one one cool thing I think is that you get to play Ocean. Well, Isaiah Ocean I over there, Stevenson, who we just. Um, talked about you get to play him what once a year now because he's on a different side now right this should be fun. i mean my thing is like i've never because again i've always either one of them things like i either getting to play against them is is different because like it's something about when like again i told you all three or four years of high school i ain't get to play mm-hmm. like, i don't have to watch and like now <laughs> i get the opportunity to play now i'm prepped for it now i get to go up against everybody who was ahead of me like at the end of the day like y'all my bros and y'all my guys but when, when, the, when the game checks, I'm trying to go at you. I, don't I know, know that's right. I really don't care no more. Like, I remember AAU. My last year AAU, I went up against Frank KJ. Their team, they, they were good. They were real good. But, like, I was like, nah. Like, I've been going against him for – I've been wanting to play him for a minute. Because he was, he was a starting point guard at the Mather when I was a freshman at JV. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to get this chance. So, me getting the chance to go up against Isaiah and all them, mm-hmm. on a college level, which is a blessing to see that we got to, got to get to play – at a collegiate level, mm-hmm. not to get to go against each other, and that is it should be fun. Hopefully, we get fans in the building too. Yeah, I know. You know, I'll be there. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. 
So what are your plans? So, you know, you got two and a half years left here before you graduate. Basketball has to stop at some point. So what are your plans? What's your, your dreams and goals at that point? Dreams and goals. I mean, long, obviously, I got the red shirt going on, so I might have an extra year or two, possibly. Maybe. Okay. Oh, I forgot about medical red shirt. Yeah. Red shirt and all that stuff. But I mean, like, besides that, like, I, like, me and my mom, we had a discussion. Like, it's mainly just we want to take it as far as it can get me. Mm-hmm. So, again, like, she's seen the amount of work again. Again, we, we don't know what's going to look like in the season because we haven't had a game yet. Mm-hmm. Like, the way it's looking, like, if I don't end up, like, trying to take it, like, even further beyond that, like, let's say, like, maybe overseas or something like that, then we just get right into the coaching. I mean, like, regardless, I could coach my butt off. I'm, I'm confident. Oh, you so you ready? You want to be a coach? Yeah, me and my, me and my, when I had my, um, my, uh, my old AAU coach, he had a younger team and he gave me that team. But he gave me that team. When we had practices, when I ran them practices a few times and we had them a couple of games, we did not lose and we looked pretty elite. So I feel pretty confident about that. And that just comes from watching the game. Yeah. I'm sitting here, like, not even just during the COVID, but before the COVID, I'm just watching, like, old, like, Mm-hmm. I'm watching like you know Duke how they ran their offense defense shell deal. I just I like learning stuff about the game. It's fun. It's a kids it's a kids game and you get to, you get to get paid for it either by yeah. playing it or coaching it. Why not? And it's yeah. fun. I can do this for free. Well, as I already told you, you know I'm gonna hire you. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great, man. Good. All right, Isaiah. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna end it with a couple questions here. I appreciate your time today. Uh, you had a lot of great insight. You know, your story is great, man. I'm proud of you for, you know, just perseverance. You know, you've had to had to go through a lot to get to where you are and you still have had to go through some once you get there. So, but you keep persevering. Your grades are great and um, just keep fighting, man. You know, your, your time is coming and I appreciate that. So a couple questions for you. So the first one, we all know about the the hotbed in, in DMV that this is the, the hotbed of basketball, in my opinion, in the country. Give me the five best players you played either with or against in high school. And it could be DeMatha or Pilate. From my time either playing with them or being on the court or just watching in general, I would say number one. No, I'm going to start number five. Number five, number five. I'm going to have to say, um, one, well, one, I'm going to say Miles. Number five, number four. Number five, Miles. Okay. Five. Miles, you're top five. See a kid like him just play the way he plays. And just being only six five, playing all five, this that's different. So he's mm-hmm. number four. This is a question. <laughs> number four. And it can be against players too. You play the national schedule, especially. I mean, I know Pilate played national schedule, so on varsity. Number four, I want to say is Vado Morse. We played against him my Pilate year, my Pilate at my junior year, and you can ask anybody about this game. We played against him. And and what's and you gotta give the school they were from also. He played for bullets. Played for bullets. Okay. And that kid, he had thirty, but the way he put up thirty that game was so <laughs> easy. like it was so chill. Like, yeah. Like he's he's doing he's it's like he did cone drills. He was he won the game, but it was just like he was just having like he played so free flowing and so relaxed. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. even tell that he was like he was playing for real. Um, number three. I'm going to go with this guy. His name is Greg Bronner. He played with me at DeMath in my JV year. And this kid, he had a dog with him. He had a real dog with him. And, like, the mm-hmm. way he went about playing his game and whatnot, like, we played against McNamara my sophomore year. He's, he's playing even better now. Like, he's evolved. But my sophomore year – Where is he now? He plays at a, a prep school in Florida right now. I don't know if I can get it to you later on. But I remember my, my sophomore year, we played against McNamara. 
JV, Pat Game and whatnot, and we were down, and Greg, he's doing him, you know, he's pooping a little bit. All of a sudden, this boy tried to dunk on somebody. We're like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's hyped. Now, he went from putting up 11 points that game in the third quarter to all of a sudden having 30. Wow. When we lost was because he was so hyped that he tried to go for another <laughs> dunk at the end of the game, and he missed it. And I was like, all right, I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. This is a good play. Um, number two, playing with Steve can Steve. Yeah. For him being a point guard and him being as smart as he is, and for him, because again, you would look at Steve originally, you would say he's a kind of skinny, mm-hmm. and he's not like that big. Yeah, he's a dog, man. Dog, like, he's just going at you like yeah. Not, not, but like he's he's so smart. He for him to be a point guard at this age and the way that he knows the pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Like, him and Miles, when they were together, they ran that pick and roll. Like it was like it was like it was nothing. Yeah. Simple. And I want to say number one, the map is summer Earl Timberlake. Good lord. Yeah. Boy, he goes to Miami now. Yeah, he's at Miami, yep. That boy and this he came into the Math of Summer League practice. I didn't know who he was. I'm like, who is this dude to come into in this practice? Think he better take over. He got some shoes, he got everything. I'm like, nah, he ain't that good. First play. Pick and roll, come down, dunk on somebody. I'm like, okay, he got it. That boy went in the summer, the Mavis Summer League, 25, 25 points nonstop, chilling. And he mm-hmm. was scaring the life out of everybody on the team. And like he, he, but it was so weird that like when you would look at this dude, you would think, okay, he's a he's a real big stock. He's not cool. He had he had he had he had like a, he a jerk. He had, mm-hmm. Came down, I me, I messed up bad during the game and I sat down. He was like, yo, bro, it's all good. Don't even worry about it. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't think he remembers that, but I'm like, really? Like, this dude? Like, Yeah, real good kid. Yeah, absolutely. That's my top five right now. All right, man. That's hard to argue with. All right, you're Mount Rushmore in the NBA. Who's your top five? Wait, do you have a cousin? Who's your – do you have a cousin in the NBA? Or they coached? My, yeah, um, my uncle, Maurice Cheeks. Oh, Maurice Cheeks is your uncle. That's right. Okay. I, I don't know why I just remembered that. I forgot that Mo Cheeks was your uncle. Okay. I went to his Hall of Fame thing once, and after that, the entire – everybody, like, yo, Mo Cheeks, yo, we coming to the game, bro. <laughs> yeah. A of, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of basketball background with my family. So, you know, okay. We, we get, so who's your top five? Like all time, like all together? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I got to put LeBron and Michael Jordan on there. Okay. Those two regardless. I'm going to put – um. I want to put I want to put um, I'm gonna put Kobe on that joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, those three right there, just dogs, just competitors all together. Yep. Um, to balance all of that out, I gotta put I want to put Akeem on there. Akeem Olajuwon. Mm, good pick. I like that pick. Love that guy. And mm, I want to put a point guard. I want to balance it out. Put a point guard on there. I'm trying to think. If I were to say a point guard, it's got to be the um, Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons. Okay. I, hey, I'm not mad at you. That's five great ones, man. Good work. All right, last question before we let you go. Top three artists you're listening to right now. Top three artists I'm listening to? I'm an old soul. I, I'm an I'm a old soul. So That I'm works. A, so I'm going to always be one on older Kendrick Lamar, older J. Cole, and then I'm a Jay-Z. That, those hey, man, I, I can rock with that course yes sir oh. that's a perfect way to end it but isaiah good luck to you man keep keep rocking keep doing what you're doing and keep your head in those books too yes 
Yes, sir. Always. Got and you. whenever you do, whenever this ball stops bouncing, you make sure you call me, man. We'll go win some championships. Yes, sir. I got you. All right. Take care. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yes, sir. All right. Stay safe. Stay, uh, you know, especially from this virus and everything. Stay healthy. I got you. All right. Thanks for joining All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Gotcha.